We are live. Hey, hi everyone. I think uh, we are really excited because we get the chance to meet someone that I think many people admire all around because we get so many comments when we, we talk about Axel expression. And yeah, so before we go into the interview, I'm so excited. I'm Carol BD, Caroline Bernidian. I'm from Montreal, Canada. And I'm doing this international podcast because I want to connect with other puppeteers all around the world and give tools to them and just help each other. As we are in this kind of funny time, we want to stay positive and that's why we organize those workshop promo tips and we help with every stage of puppetry, the building. So I want, before we go to the interview, just show you my next uh, workshop that we organized. So here it's the promo. It's with the wonderful Brazilian puppeteer, Leonardo Del Valle. And we will talk about uh, character, how to, to bring more life to your character. So I will just show you some puppet that he do. And this Brazilian puppeteer, I have a lot of experience also with online streaming. You have his channel who is, I think, now at 90,000 subscribers. So it's a lot. So yeah, feel free to have a look to our Patreon and join this wonderful workshop who will be on the 20, September 20 at 1. It's an, on a Sunday. So yeah, I just want to invite everyone because it will be a wonderful time to talk about building and have some, some tips about how we make this wonderful channel grow like this. So yeah, this was the plug of Patreon, but now we go into the interview and I'm so excited because if we talk about ventriloquism and with international commission, like doing puppetry for a lot of kind of puppeteers, we think in Axel expression. So everyone, please welcome in the screen, Steve, Axel. Hello. <laughs> Thank nice you so much. Yeah, that's a real live meeting because we didn't get the chance to talk a lot before yeah. the interview. So it's <laughs> it's so cool to to meet on the air. That's right. Exciting. Yeah. So I want I want you to we saw what you do online. I I do some research. I was so excited to talk to you. Uh, but I want you to introduce yourself for the people maybe who don't know you, uh, yourself and your company. Sure. Uh, I'm Steve Axtell, and we have a company that manufactures entertainment products, uh, puppets, animatronics, magic props and uh, comedy props and things for entertainers. So we make innovations to help you entertain the world. That is our motto and our uh, passion is uh, characters, especially. Uh, it doesn't have to be puppets necessarily, but we make, uh, we make uh, figurines and we make animatronics and AI characters as well as um, puppets. So really, really quite fun. So we have a team in California, Ventura, California, um, which was about 10 before the uh, pandemic. And uh, we are, we're now at about six uh, people. 
and we are working really hard to continue to do this as we can through hard times, of course, for everyone. All of our customers, of course, have lost their audiences, but they are still uh, loyally buying and figuring out new things that they want to do when this is over. And so there's a lot of planning, a lot of custom work and stuff that's going on right now. But um, my wife and I started this uh, company um, almost 40 years ago now. Yeah, that's so <laughs> cool. That's such a, a legend in building industry, I, I think, uh, as I observe. So yeah, yeah. Well, there's, there's not a, there's not a lot uh, that have been around for 40 years. That's for sure. <laughs> yes. And I just want to add for people who are watching this, feel free to ask questions during the interview. Mm -hmm. We will bring it to Stephen in front of him as we bring it in the screen. And uh, yeah, also uh, let's know uh, to us where you're from, like where you are watching that because we, we are all around, so it's so cool to, to both of us know where you are watching. Yeah, and I, I want to know your path through puppetry, how you get introduced to puppet show and stuff like that. When I was a very young boy, um, my father was a minister, and uh -huh. they would have um, children's ministers come to our church, um, and I began to watch them um, do puppet shows and magic tricks and, and all kinds of stuff to minister to children. And mm -hmm. as a little child, uh, because my father was the pastor, they would come over to our house to stay. And they, maybe they were there for a whole week. So in the evenings, um, I literally was taught by them on a one-to-one -one basis. This is, this is a ventriloquist dummy, or this is a puppet. This is how you put your hand in and you move it like this, but you don't move it like, you know. And uh, magic tricks. Here's how to make a dollar bill turn into a piece of paper and a piece of paper to turn into a dollar bill. All these really cool um, people that, that are, were amazing. And so it, it kind of lit me on fire at that point. And then one day I saw Sesame Street on TV. Now, before Sesame Street, it was Kukla, Fran, and Ollie in black and white television that I was in love with. And yeah. what I understood to be television puppetry was the puppet coming out of a window, right? Uh -huh. Pops his head yeah. out, says hello to uh, Fran who's standing there. And that was television puppetry, that's all I knew. When I saw the Muppets and Sesame Street, they were just walking around on in the world. And I couldn't believe it. And they looked like actors. They looked like characters that were alive in the real world. Jim's brilliance with television puppetry is, of course, what changed the world of puppetry. And my, my influence was beginning to see that, that spark uh, that started with Sesame Street. So I went and I began making my Muppet copies. I made yeah. Kermit. And I had read that Jim Henson had made a puppet out of his mother's coat. And so I made Oscar the Grouch out of my mother's rug. And I actually took a rug out of the bathroom. It was a green shag. Can you imagine? Oh. And I, back in the, this is 70s. So green shag was a common thing. Um, and I, I made Oscar the Grouch out of this green rug. And I made Ernie and I made, um, uh, some of the, some of the other characters, uh, and I created a little world of Sesame Street, and they were they were I was only fourteen years old, so I didn't know any better. Uh, 
And I thought that's what you did. You know, you just, wow, it, it was amazing. And I began performing with them around our little town in Ohio. And they came and did a newspaper article on me. And then my mom cut that out of the newspaper and mailed it to Jim Henson at Henson Associates in New York, thinking, oh. bless his heart, it's the only way he's ever going to work is if he gets a job with Jim Henson and doing the Muppets. And of course, I was only 14 and, and uh, very rough around. It wasn't, wasn't good puppet making by any, you can see the pictures on my website, but fun stuff anyway. And it was really uh, inspired. And I got this nice letter back from them that said, Steve, you have a lot of talent. Um, why don't you find some puppeteers of America in your area, join the group and really learn your craft. And you're very talented and you can learn how to make your own characters instead of copying ours. And I thought, oh no, I have insulted the master. <laughs> I thought I had, I had, I thought I was absolutely had ruined my life forever. Well, it was oh. great advice. It was wonderful yeah. advice, but I was 14 years old. So I'm trying to interpret, you know, I yeah. embarrassed him or I made him feel bad. Um, <laughs> um, so I took that advice and I stopped immediately. I stopped using the puppets, in fact, because I felt like I had offended him. And so I uh, began to think, what what is my own look? What is a design? What does that mean? Because I only knew yeah. the Muppets and Kukla Fran and Ollie. <laughs> <laughs> So I started to uh, go down a path of finding out my own look, my own designs. And it came about as an, a young artist in art school. And I began in high school and I began to, we went on a trip to Disney World in Florida and I walked into the magic shop. This is the same magic shop that Steve Martin was uh, one of the workers in and did a lot of the tricks, demonstrators. Well, on the wall behind them, were all these masks, the Don Post studio masks, these uh -huh. Halloween masks made of latex. And I was stumped and I looked at that and I thought, those could be puppets. What if they talked? What if their mouths moved? What if their eyes moved? And I began to take that concept and I put that into my characters and that began my journey um, on, on finding my own designs. And uh -huh. you know what happened? it, it kind of came around full circle. I, I got into my business. I stepped, stuck to my own designs. I never copied. I wouldn't even make fleece puppets for a long time because I thought that was copying and it wasn't. Mm -hmm. it, of course, it's the character. It's not, the, yes. not the materials, but anyway, um, I got a call a few years ago from Lewis Mitchell, who is a producer at Sesame street. And he said, uh, Mr. Axtell, I want to introduce myself to you. Um, I'm Lewis Mitchell from Sesame Street, and I, I about hit the floor. I couldn't, what? And he said, uh, we want you to know how much you inspire us. And I thought, this is crazy. What? And he said, yeah, we watch your videos every day here. We have a, a blast. We're watching the platypus video right now. In fact, I play it so many times, people come and tell me to turn it off in my <laughs> office at Sesame Street. And I'm thinking, this is crazy. I said, do you know my story? And he says, oh, absolutely. Yeah, we know your story. We know that that uh, you have been really solid as a designer to stay away from the Muppets. Everybody else copies, but you have been really good at staying away from our designs. And so because of that, uh, Lewis and I have, in fact, I'm going to have him on our show, Inside Axtell, um, in a few weeks. So it's going to be quite fun to talk to him about all that. But it came around full circle. They inspired me. I inspired them. And 
will yeah. both inspire others. <laughs> That's so cool. That's really how you you they give you you give back. That's life. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it is. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, so I cool. I want to know the why. You know what the makes the art of puppetry an art that you cherish. Mm -hmm. What question. I love about it is the magic of it. It's an illusion. It's true mm -hmm. magic. And putting your hand in a character that can bring that thing to life is unbelievable. Let me grab one. Um, it's just so cool. Here's, here's my original. Oh, this is a fun story. This is my original platypus that the platypus video. I can um, put it larger like this. Okay. Yeah. Was all about. Hi, how are you? <laughs> this is my this is my little platypus. Yes, yes, that's who I am. I'm a platypus. Yes, a platypus. So um, he was the star of the uh, platypus song that's on YouTube. We have four million views right now on it. And this little guy um, saved our company in 2008. Would you like to hear that story? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so 2008 was the uh, the uh, uh, financial crisis. That's exactly right. The financial crisis is what it was. And the banking thing was all going on. And, and frankly, everybody was not spending money and, and they weren't buying puppets. And so I gathered my team around and we, uh, we said to my team, I said, would you um, not do that? Thank you. Um, so I, I, to my team, I said, hey, go around the shop and find out anything that you can find that we, that we aren't currently using. And somebody came back with a bolt of this fur. Uh -huh. And this fur is was made on a rat that we had. And they said, we have tons of this. Uh, and we could, we could use this. I said, great, that's great. We don't have to buy any supplies for this fur. And uh -huh. then I saw this face, but it was for our Chuck the Duck character. And uh -huh. so Chuck, uh, he's in another video. My name is Chuck. Chuck the duck. And Chuck, anyway, his bill was just laying there unpainted on the shelf. And I thought, I'll grab the bill, I'll grab this fur, and I'll put them together, and let's make a platypus. So we grabbed it, we put it together, we made a platypus really quick, and this is the guy. And I had, um, my video producer was going to be going on vacation the very next day. And I thought to myself, I've got, if I I've got to make a video for this because who is going to use a platypus puppet? No one's going to, they need a, they need a reason. They need a routine, but I don't have time for a routine, but I'll make a song. A song is great because songs click. And yeah. so it was, it was actually the next morning. I thought about it all night, but the next morning in the shower, I literally came up with the platypus song. And I went on Facebook that morning and I asked people for adjectives about a platypus and webbed footed, you know, all of these descriptions of them, uh, flat tailed, um, bottom yeah. feeding, all of these things. And I put it together in a song and we, we made the song in one and a half hours before my producer had to leave for vacation. And that's <laughs> what went on the air. We had no idea if it was going to do anything or not. It went viral. We sold a ton of these guys and it, and we actually started to manufacture toys overseas with them too. And oh. this is the actual, this is the very puppet. And we didn't even have time to finish it. It's, <laughs> it's, there's no lining. The stuffing is literally 
coming. This is exactly how it was the day that we filmed with it because there was no time. I was like, give it to me, give it to me. And we went in and <laughs> shot the video. But anyway, that's, that's a little story of the platypus. That's so cool. That's so perfect. <laughs> it's a great, great story. And, yeah. and I love those kind of story because it's, it's often a, a moment, an anecdote mm -hmm. who, who make a, a hit or, you know, I, I always yeah. like to talk about a crush, you know, yes. I, the yeah. crush for puppetry. I want you to give me maybe a moment that you feel you get this crush for this mm. art form. Oh my, <laughs> every, every day. Um, and literally I have, I have uh, kept a diary of my business since the very first day in 1982. Uh, so in 2002, it'll be 40 years. So every single day I have a diary page and I have notebooks full. I have over 300 notebooks now full oh. of, uh, ideas and things that we've cataloged and, and stuff. And there's over 200 or so inventions in those notebooks that are um, things I'm going to be doing. Uh, one of them was a dream that I had literally uh, 25 years ago or so. It was a dream I woke up with and it was, I walked into a toy store and over in the corner was a, a pole stand with rods on it and puppets were all on this pole stand, a very low tech thing, but they were really cool. And uh -huh. I walked over to them in my, in my dream, I walked over to them and I looked at each of their faces and stuff and they were all different kinds of, of animals and characters. And they were really intense looking very good. And it wasn't like I remember what it was, just the impression of how yeah. amazing they looked to me. So it left a huge impression on me. And I woke up from that and I'll never forget that image. I can see it going back into the corner of the toy store. It was a pole standing right there and there was a door uh -huh. over here. I can remember everything about it. Yeah. I just can't remember their faces. And so it has been a dream of mine for 25 years to begin designing that pole of puppets. And so I've got 20 designs, new, all brand new. And we have over 200 characters now yeah. on our website. But these, let, let me show you these new little guys. These are called the dinkies. And these are the little guys. This is the monkeys. I, I would go bigger. Look at, look at that. Look at that little guy. Right? <laughs> here, so is, cool. here is your hand just goes right in the back of their head. But these little guys. Hi. 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 Hello. Hello. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> these are the dinkies. And we call him Dinky. I told my kids stories about little dinky when he was a little boy. He used to ride around in his dad's ear. He was so small, a little boy. But anyway, that's where the name came from. And these are the characters, my first ones of 20. This is the monkey, but we've got a rabbit and all kinds of fun characters coming as well. But that's all part of it. You're going to see pretty soon I'm going to recreate that pole with 20 of these, not just monkeys, but different characters down uh -huh. that pole. And then I can die. <laughs> <laughs> the crush. Yeah. <laughs> <I'm crushed>. <laughs> I can't help it. <laughs> I'm in love with characters. Yeah, it's so a lot of passion and it's really, mm -hmm. really amazing. I want to know also about the field of study. In your opinion, what would be the best field of study to become a puppeteer? Well, puppetry covers so many different fields. It covers art. It covers theater, it covers music, you know, and in theater, it covers directing, 
It covers acting, stagecraft, mm -hmm. set building. So I think the basics would be art and theater. Mm -hmm. uh, but certainly journalism, I mean, writing, uh, to be able to write a good script, storytelling, uh, all of those. It's just, that's another, isn't it a big reason to be involved in puppets because <laughs> of, the, uh, of, the, of the circle of things that you get to work in? It's not just yeah. painting, you know? Yeah. It's, in my case, it's sculpture. And I'm doing digital sculpting now um, also, as well as clay sculpture, but I do a lot of digital sculpting uh, on the computer. And then wow. we print out some of the molds that we do uh, for silicone castings. So we do wow. a, a backwards effect with, with a printer. So, mm -hmm. but anyway, I mean, I would never stop learning. I would continue, and right now I am in, in about three or four different courses, learning all new technology, uh, learning 3D modeling and, and um, AI. We have yeah. characters that are now talking by themselves where they hold a full conversation. You can, I'll put links or you can put some links to the AI. That's, yeah. a, that's a new, new uh, phase of puppetry that's really not been done uh, before with um, characters that for just pure entertainment's sake. So we're yeah. spearheading some ideas there and it looks like we've had it in some uh, places already before COVID hit. And now that the theme parks are all closed and everything is, you know, Put a yeah. little rained on our parade, but we'll be back. And yeah. We all will be back. Yeah. Yes. And you, you also have done ventriloquism and you have pr plenty of resource on your website also. Mm. If people yeah. are curious, you offer that like for free. Well, I started out as a puppeteer uh, and I would haul my puppet stage everywhere I went, but I was also a magician. And so I'd come out, out from behind the puppet stage and come out front and do my magic. And then it's like, okay, time for a show. And I go right back behind my puppet stage and pop up my puppets again. I thought I should just learn ventriloquism because then I can stay out front. I'm a personality anyway, and I can interact with my characters and just and not have to haul around that stage. So that was my motivation. And it wasn't that hard to learn. I learned it in about three months. And it was uh, it's something that I teach a lot of people and, and a lot of my market is of course ventriloquists that use our, our puppets in over 80 countries we're all over the world wow that's a statement too it's so mm -hmm. cool and yeah once you know it's often really interesting to learn from another puppeteer how he explained the job so i want you know i want to know in your own word how you define a puppet to someone else if someone asks you, like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we usually at a party or something when my wife introduces me as a, he makes puppets. Um, <laughs> they're, they're imagining marionettes or a single string puppet, uh, something that's dancing on the table and they're kind of distanced yourself. Oh, nice. <laughs> but when, when we explain that our puppets are used on television shows and on movies and, and we have had uh, in theme parks and their animatronics, like they begin to see a, a different picture of it and stuff. And so um, that's been important for us to define it as not just um, not just a, a small puppet, but also a, a character. We put the emphasis on characters yeah. rather than on the modality. So, uh, but a puppet is, a, of course, the ultimate form of magic. 
because you're taking something that's completely innate, inanimate, and putting your hand in it and bringing it to life. And when you do that, that character is living and breathing and believable. You suspend your disbelief for a while, and it's just absolutely incredible. It's insane you watching some of these, the best, do their job. Oh, my goodness. It's just yeah. incredible. So I think because it's the ultimate magic, that's why that's I would explain that a puppet is something that is inanimate that you bring to life with your hands. And, and it wouldn't be a robot. I understand the difference between an animatronic, uh, but there are mm -hmm. remote control puppets. Now that's different. Yeah. Uh, animatronic runs on its own. It's been pre-programmed, but a remote control puppet, you can control with a, a transmitter and that's mm -hmm. remote control and it's still puppetry. You're still controlling yeah. it. Yeah. It's in real time also. So Absolutely. Yeah. Even, I'll go so far as to say digital puppetry. And of mm -hmm. course, a digital character on the screen uh, that can be remote controlled with a joystick or can be remote controlled with a, a keyboard stroke or whatever, or with the tracking of your own face. So yeah. even with a webcam, if you're controlling that character in real time, even though it's digital, it's still a puppet. Yes. That's that's a great large vision of it, and I love the ultimate magic uh, nuance. Yeah, it's it's really cool. Yeah. I want to also know in your uh, vision, do you feel our art is in an ascension? Mine it's is. getting more popular. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. In fact, even the field of ventriloquism. I mean, Jeff Dunham and Darcy Lynn, and you know, they're winning America's Got Talent. We have them competing all over the world. They're using our stuff, not just our stuff, but other puppets in in all of these uh, Got Talents around the world in Finland and Canada, everywhere. And because of that, um, puppetry is really. Uh, we've had three winners on America's Got Talent. Of course, one was from Britain. Paul Zerden was from Britain, but uh, it was America's Got Talent. And, and it's unbelievable here that we see this kind of resurgence. And, and Terry Fader with his huge show, highest paid entertainer in Las Vegas history of ventriloquist. Um, yeah. He was at the Mirage. Now, of course, this pandemic, you know, ceased everything for all of us. But mm -hmm. I mean, let's just let's just talk about that. Jay Johnson won a Tony Award for his show, The Two and Only on Broadway. That's unheard of with with puppets a lot of mine in, in fact were in that and then Darcy Lynn wins uh and she's off using uh doing ventriloquism and there's a lot of kids that have seen her and she started she was like 12 or 13 years old now she's 15 16 I think and um maybe 17 maybe not and then uh, but there's kids that have just like been so inspired by her that they're calling up and their moms are just saying you know my daughter wants to be like Darcy Lynn. Do you have a pink rabbit? <laughs> so then I give some of the advice that I that Jim Henson gave me. Uh, let's don't copy Dar Darcy Lynn's characters. Let's make something unique. Have you yes. seen a dookie? <laughs> <laughs> and so we, we began to uh, work with them on it. But I see it growing like crazy. I see kids yeah. interested. I see, um, I see older people that were... Uh, we went through a phase where a lot of boomers were getting into it because they were retiring and that's, they're now retiring from ventriloquism too and puppetry also. So there's, a, it leaves a lot of room for the young people coming up and, but we see it in all the conventions and stuff, we see it growing as well. So I think it's bright future for us all. 
That's good. I love this positivity. Yeah, it's growing. Yeah. And, yeah. and we have agreement right there in, on the chat. People agree. So Wally, who is a ventriloquist, uh, say, yeah, right. I agree. So yes. I, I want to know, so your, yeah, we clap. Yeah. Your, <laughs> your biggest purpose in your like vision for the future, what is your, your thing you see? I want to achieve that. You talk about your your pole, maybe you have other big purpose in front yeah. of you. Yeah, the pole's on the low end, <laughs> but the pole's important. It's really important yeah. to me. And I think yeah. when you see the characters develop and you see all 20 of them there, it's going to be pretty exciting. This is just one. Um, yeah, and you will, this thing will be all around. Maybe we will, we will have right. one in Canada to sell. Exactly. And you know, we're, we're hoping that they'll be in all the toy stores. Yeah. Um, Very, very excited about doing something in the mass mass production again. I have been involved in toy inventions in the past and have done some licensing of my bird characters and my and my amazing apes characters, the realistic ones. And those have been in, in Toys R Us and and stuff before mm. uh, back in the 80s and 90s. Uh, but anyway, uh, the future, I, I'm really exploring um, what computers can do. And so I'm involved mm -hmm. in AI, virtual reality and. Uh -huh augmented reality and we're in fact i've i've been given an uh, um a uh we call scholarship by uh magic leap and unreal engine the uh the ones that are doing the the fastest and best work in um, augmented reality and so we're going to be doing our ai characters talking and stuff during um when you put on your goggles yeah. and do uh, virtual reality. So I'm exploring a lot of that. We, my son yeah. has joined me this year. Uh, Ryan has been, he's my vice president now. And um, that is really exciting because he's another me and we just pour into each other. And we, he has a business degree and, and uh, which I don't have. And uh, he is also extremely creative with music and production. And he runs the show for me as far as the inside Axtel show. Uh, he does all of our tech for that, and, and we've been editing all day on that. So that's on Thursdays, by the way. I want to see you there. Um, I know you've seen the reruns of it, but we're live at 3 p.m. on Thursdays on Facebook. Yeah. 3, 3 yeah. p.m. Pacific. 3 p.m. Pacific, yeah. Okay, good. So it's evening for, for me. Yeah, yeah yes. that, that's cool. Yeah, I want to, to see that in real time. Yeah, yeah you'll love it. And I'll yeah. be interviewing you on that show as well. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I can't wait to, to talk about this and, and talk about what's happening in the future. And yeah. Uh, yeah, that's so cool. I really enjoy to to see the 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 involvement of technology in our work and also how it will go for the future. So I want to know to to finish. Um, where do you see puppetry in ten years? Well, I, I do see um, a lot more involvement in, in digital characters. Digital um, yeah. will will be will be big. There, I always have a love for the practical effects, um, and I, I am a futurist, so I'm going to be looking at the digital realm myself. But that doesn't mean that I don't love when somebody takes a spoon and makes it a reality. You know, uh, yeah. tabletop stuff or uh, the very lowest, um, not lowest, simplest form of Uh, puppetry where you take a salt and pepper shaker and get them married you know uh, all of yeah. that is just wonderful but my my particular uh bent is toward the future and i'm looking into all these areas that i can 
explore that yeah. I haven't seen puppetry work in yet. And we're going there. Yes. So much good vision. That's so cool. So for the conclusion, I always ask to have a puppet to, to come in front of the camera so we could have a little bit of your work uh, more. I don't know if you have a favorite one or something you want to show us. I have, um, I have one that you may not have seen oh. before. Have you seen this puppet? Uh, no, oh. no. I, oh, I, I, saw, I saw a little thing, I think. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah this, is a, this is an interesting puppet. <sighs> so interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so this is a this is a pretty cool one. <laughs> are, are you alive? Right on. <laughs> no. <laughs> what? Yes, I am. <laughs> Stop it. This is this is my magic drawing board. I say that's true. Yes, indeed. His name is Mark. Get it? <laughs> Mark. You're a real square. No, I got a girlfriend. You do not. <laughs> you have a girlfriend? Nancy Drew. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, that's all. Say goodbye, Mark. No. Say goodbye. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's so wonderful. <laughs> That's really the how you combine magic and and we get many oh as I said yeah. on the, the chat oh yeah. <laughs> that's so cool it's it's really the magic ultimate magic I really yeah. get that in mind after talking to you good yeah thank you so much for your time and yeah we have comment right there such a a talented puppet maker yes we have a, a again good comment applause applause and, oh thank uh, you you inspire others a lot and we we can't wait Absolutely. jennifer say it's really important you do this poll and with all of those characters from your dream <laughs> i think it's, it's something we all share and we want to see happen okay. yeah. <laughs> yeah that's good so <laughs> Yeah, could you give us, like, if people want to see more, where they, they should watch uh, stuff about Axtel? Sure. Go to axtel.com, A-X-T-E-L-L. -L. Two L's. Ax yeah. yeah. Easy. That, that'll lead you everywhere. It'll take you to it. Or if you want to just see these guys, go to thedinkies.com. Oh, Yes. Yes, I will have a look. I love these guys. And and just for your info, Steve, we have people from Indonesia watching right now. Right. <laughs> from all over. Great. Yeah. yeah. So we have, do you have, yeah, go for we it. have customers from all 80 countries. And so I know that uh, I know a lot of folks in Indonesia and in the Philippines and all over the world. It's so great to work with. And I work with, you know, a lot of times the top entertainers in those areas that are in, yeah. in into puppets and magic and um it's wonderful 
Yeah, it's an honor for you to get the chance to connect with the best of the best. That's right. Well, originally, I thought I was going to make the world a better place by performing. And then I realized that I could do a lot better job of that if I just if I gave my stuff to other people around the world. And that's multiplied what we can do. And I think that's really cool. We love yes. that, my wife and I. That's such a great ending statement. It's to multiply, not the performance, but it's an extension of yourself all over the world. And we have Philippines also. One who, as I interview, and he, you have done puppet for him, he said. So it's yes. so cool. He's yeah, right there. Great. That's what I mean about um, some of the best in the world. Absolutely. Very yeah. talented folks. Mm. Yes. Thank you for your time. And... Uh, And, and your great creativity. I think everyone have a little piece of it uh, and we will bring it in our work for the few Thank days. You. I yeah. sure appreciate it. Thank you and I'll see yeah. you Thursdays. Okay, yeah. all right. Yeah, that's good. That's yeah. right. No. <laughs> Quiet. Yay, so bye Steve. I would say the last word, stay in the studio. We could chat after that. Okay. Yeah. And everyone, thank you for watching. I get the blast again for uh, the, the episode 65. So it's so cool to get the chance to connect with all of those puppeteers. And I just want to let you know again with this wonderful workshop with coming also. So stay connected with stuff online. We, we create stuff, but we have many great connection all over. So this Brazilian puppeteers, Leonardo Del Valle, he will do a workshop on September 20 at 1 p.m. So yeah, how to bring more life to your character. It's really key. So I think it's the purpose of every puppeteers. Everyone have a wonderful evening. Stay safe, keep creating. And yes, we will uh, stay in touch for another episode next week. We have plenty of other connection, India and all over. So stay tuned for other episodes of the Puppet Podcast. Good evening.